All right, Eric, on my Instagram, I got a fasting question, pros and cons to fasting. So since we have the expert in here, why don't you take it away? Give us uh, your elevator pitch. So fasting, it's uh, it's crazy how popular it's gotten uh, over the last few years. Uh, as far as a quick elevator pitch goes, uh, there are definitely pros and cons. Um, some of the pros are it works well for schedule. For some people, they're just crazy busy. Uh, or they're just not very hungry upon waking up. In some cases, they also don't feel like eating something to go work out. And we know if you're going to go work out, ideally you'll have some fuel in your system, um, but also not going to force somebody to eat something if they just if they don't feel like eating something, right? Especially if it's going to make them throw up. I just want to interrupt you right there and preach that point again. A lot of people <laughs> love fasting, and it's probably because it fits their schedule. And I like fasting, so I'm not coming at it from a negative point of view. But a lot of people probably really love the dogma because it fits their schedule so well. And I'm so glad you said that. That's a great point. Yeah, for sure. No, thank you for that. I um, I, And that's definitely something that I like to keep in mind because I know sometimes I get busy and I don't have anything to eat. But for me, it's it's rare. I, I encourage eating regularly. I like waking up and at least having a protein shake when I wake up. Um, sometimes it's going to be honey bunches of oats and a protein shake, but as long as I'm getting protein, then awesome. Also cereal is underrated. Um, so fasting is going to help in that way. For some people, it could also help them with, uh, like controlling their, their mood and like not getting hangry funny enough, but they have to get to that point. So first off you might go through a hangry phase, but then your body gets used to not eating regularly. And then some people notice this mental or cognitive improvement. Um, again, take everything with a grain of salt because everyone is a little bit different. Um, but some people will experience that. And of course you have the people who, if they don't eat, they, uh, they don't get this cognitive, they get cognitive impairment if anything. Um, so I say that schedule is a big one, uh, in some cases, uh, also the, the cognitive piece to it. Um, and then in some cases it also helps people with GI issues. So with gastrointestinal issues, they might feel better when fasting or doing something light. Um, but insert the cons here. In some cases, fasting is going to be negative for someone with GI things like irritable bowel uh, syndrome or something like IBS. Um, so fasting could have a, a negative effect. If someone also has a risk of hypoglycemia, so having low blood sugar levels, they will not want to fast because now they're at a great risk for having a blood sugar crash. Uh, another one of the cons to fasting is unfortunately the dogma behind it, where people think that it's the solution to everything and it's going to fix everything. And again, it can be helpful in some cases, but we don't want to be dogmatic with anything that we're doing. Um, so that's when you start hearing people about being like they're fasting coaches and, and all of that. Uh, so I wouldn't recommend that. Um, I do oftentimes recommend if someone knows that they're going to have to fast for a good while, like I, I do this with the, a lot of the people that I work with that like are in the military and stuff. If you know that you're at risk of having to fast for X amount of time and you have to perform a task, I'm a firm believer that we could train ourselves to do anything. So when you're stateside, train yourself to be okay with fasting and performing while fasted. So then that way, if you're overseas or wherever you got to go, or even if you're stateside and you just, you might have to fast, uh, if you're a first responder or whatever it might be, because you never know what's going to be thrown at you, then do it before it actually happens to show yourself that you can do it. And also your body can like much faster, get used to getting into that state. Um, 
and then you'll be good. And I'd say that's my quick elevator speech on fasting. All right, but I got a question for you, and this is one of my cons to fasting, right? I am uh, always looking for the gains to put on muscle, to keep muscle and put on muscle, right? For aesthetics, performance, and obviously health. My issue with fasting is that when you go through a long period of sleep, which when you go through a long period of sleep, you wake up in a uh, catabolic state, right? So you're you're constantly in flux, your muscle protein, protein synthesis versus muscle protein breakdown, right? So you're always fighting one or the other. And the two ways to stimulate muscle protein synthesis is through training, resistance training, and or eating protein, waking up and eating protein, right? So when I'm on shift at 5.30 in the morning when I leave the house, God forbid that I make breakfast because I can't make noise for the babies. So the first thing I do is I have a protein, 50 grams of protein on my way to work only because I don't want to lose the muscle mass that I have. So do you agree with me? Uh, Have you read any studies or what is your opinion on a protein sparing fast for folks that are looking to have the benefits of hypocaloric, right? So they're using fasting to be in a caloric deficit, but they don't want to lose muscle mass or at an extreme rate. So they do a little protein in the morning, maybe a protein in lunch, right? Egg whites. And then for lunch, I'm having a chicken breast. So they're fasting, meaning they're eliminating carbs and fats, but they're just having protein. So that's my take on it for people that are if you are trying to build muscle mass, but then you fall into this dogmatic because you're watching YouTube and this jacked may or may not be steroid users telling you fasting is the way to go. And you're like, oh, I could do both. I could fast, eat one meal a day, and I could put on muscle mass. What are your thoughts on that? So, As far as eating one meal a day, technically you can do that, mm-hmm. but it's not very practical. Um as long as you're eating enough calories and enough protein in that one meal Which that you're doing a day. ridiculous amounts. For me to eat 3,300-ish calories right. in one meal, uh, it's not going to be very comfortable. And it's just pizza and cheese. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be high quality. Right, exactly. It's not going to be very uh, high nutritious, right? right. Um, as far as that, like what you were asking about having protein and then um, being afraid of like losing muscle and all of that, it's not necessary either to just immediately start your day off with protein. I prefer it. I prefer having protein as often as you can. Every single meal, every snack, and don't get me wrong, sometimes I just have an apple, um, but I try to make sure I'm getting a crap ton of protein throughout the rest of the day because I want to preserve muscle mass. If I build, I build. I just I want to make sure I'm at least maintaining it. But the the psychological piece can mess with us. So now if I, it's like the anabolic window. You got to make sure you slam a protein shake if you pass a 30 minute window, you're missing out on your gains. You sucked. <laughs> that's it, basically. <laughs> Sucks to suck, bro. Um, but we know that that's not the case. We know that you can have um, protein a couple of hours later on. The thing that I say is why wait? Why wait to start your recovery? Why wait to prevent that muscle breakdown or at least to get started with the muscle protein synthesis? So why wait to do that if we don't have to? So the sooner the better, but we don't have to obsess about it also. That's the the fine balance between it. Right. Again, it goes back to your goals. What is your goal? My goal is not to lose muscle mass. So it's more important than just fasting. But I do agree with you guys when it comes to the schedule wise, it is easier sometimes just to skip breakfast and just get about your day. But keep this in mind too. This focusing on protein and, and not eating a lot of the other macronutrients is not necessarily beneficial for muscle either because uh, something, and this could be an episode in itself, something like 
making sure we're eating carbohydrates because carbs are, are protein sparing or muscle sparing. We don't want to use protein for energy, but we technically can. We want to use carbs for energy. So making sure we're eating enough carbs and enough fat, enough calories, and always enough protein, I don't even have to say that, um, is going to be important. So we shouldn't particularly cut back on that because if protein isn't being consumed in high enough amounts and carbs aren't being consumed in high enough amounts, we're most likely going to be in a caloric deficit. It could have an impact on our training. And protein is one of those things that we want to make sure that it's helping with muscle mass and our immune system and cellular repair and all the other tissues. Only about 10% of the protein that we consume is going to our muscles. The other 90% is going to everything else. So we want to make sure that it's doing all of that. And how do we do that? Make sure we're eating enough calories and that carbs are also present because then carbs are going to be used for energy as opposed to protein being broken down for energy. And then that's that kind of goes They get partitioned accordingly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because okay. the body knows survival. And right. It's going to do what it's got to do to make sure we do that. Nice. 100%. No, good. Awesome. Good Thank point. You. Good and talk. I, I hope that uh, that Instagrammer got their question yeah. answered. I remember this is the, <laughs> awesome. the, I like how this, we focused on the practicality of fasting. Yeah. Like, we don't need to do a deep dive into the research on whether, it, you know, it, it is good at promoting autophagy or mm-hmm. if it's good at glucose regulation. Like mm-hmm. there's research out there that supports it, but it doesn't matter if fasting doesn't practically work for you and, and you were covering the practical pros and cons. Right. And that's what most people need. For sure. Agreed. Right. So excellent. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Rock and roll.